1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bicara Spline Chain. And this is your Hardy House. And today we have a very special guest, Pratima Amunkara, Microsoft EPEX leader for cloud and AI business strategy. OK, so thank you for joining us, Pratima. It's great to have you on the show.
2: Hi, Nuradi, and thank you for having me here. Absolutely delighted.
1: Mm-hmm. OK, so in today's episode, we're going to talk about diversity and inclusion as uh, business drivers in the tech industry. However, before we get started, Pradima, could you please brief a little bit about yourself and your professional background?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, thank you again for having me here, Nuradi. Uh, I have more than 20 plus uh, years of a career exclusively in tech. I uh, did my bachelor's degree in math, postgrad in computer science. And uh, in the past 20 years, I've headed uh, business and tech functions at large technology companies uh, like Rational Software, IBM, Sun, and so on. Uh, I've been with Microsoft now for a total of 12 years, and I've been leading functions in business across the APAC region. Currently, I uh, head our cloud and AI strategy at APAC. Um, And in this role, I uh, really spearhead the work that we do to empower customers, partners, governments, citizens to digitally transform their businesses and their lives with the power of cloud and AI. So um, I'm I'm in a very exciting place because I'm focused on supporting uh, sustainable growth, uh, economic growth through digital transformation. And uh, that's the job that uh, my team and I do around strategy planning and programs. Uh, that helped to leverage the power of the world's largest and most trusted cloud infrastructure network. Mm. Um, In addition to this, I'm also an active member of the Diversity, Inclusion and Allyship Council at APAC particularly in the field of accessibility and assistive tech, Nuradi. So uh, I'm a vocal advocate and speaker on this. Uh, and as we go down this, uh, this next 15, 20 minutes, I'd love to share some views around this piece. Um, so back to you, Nuradi. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. Okay, so to start off the discussion, Pratima, could you please tell us about the Microsoft commitment to diversity and inclusion?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I'd like to begin with the thought that um, by sharing the idea that at Microsoft, we have a clear mission to empower every person and every organization on the planet to achieve more. And uh, really, Nuradi, what is very unique to our company is that uh, these are not mere words. It's It's part of our core DNA. This is really the basics of how we work with our customers, our partners, our stakeholders, and internally with our people, our teams, and everybody. And what does this really mean? It means that, you know, uh, there are billions of people who want to achieve more, but have a different set of circumstances, abilities, and backgrounds that, uh, you know, so often lock them out of participating in the world that's happening around them. And we believe strongly that our mission to empower everyone will only be fulfilled when everyone is included and across the entire diversity of, uh, you know, range of human identities and differences. Um, and incidentally, this is both visible and invisible. So it, it could even be beliefs, experiences, backgrounds, um, uh, socioeconomics, uh, you know, and as as well as what is very um, uh, clear, like gender identity and so on. Yeah. So really, it's not like, you know, it's centralized or, uh, or top down, it's diffused across the company and our cultural uh, principles uh, to everything from how we conceptualize and create products to how we treat our um, suppliers and anywhere we do with business, our customers and so on. So in in a nutshell, we integrate diversity and inclusion into our processes, behaviors, and operational rhythms. It is not a separate group or a separate initiative. It's part of every Microsoft employee's core commitments. Mm -hmm. And uh, we strongly believe that, uh, you know, um, by working in this way, uh, we achieve our aspiration for diversity and inclusion and our mission uh, of uh, uh, helping every person and every organization on the planet to achieve more
1: mm-hmm. interesting and how does diversity and inclusion drive a business value uh, more specifically in the technology industry pratima
2: wow such a lovely question <laughs> I love this question because this is what huh? you know, this is how you can change the uh, dialogue Mm. How do you drive business value? And tech industry is really where a lot of this discussion happens. You know, I meet so many, um, you know, as you can see with cloud and AI, I meet with customers and partners and I get this question very often. So diversity, inclusion and allyship, to my mind, are both a responsibility and an opportunity. We keep repeating this in Microsoft. The reason why is diverse and inclusive companies, are not only more innovative and profitable, very surprisingly, and, and actually not very surprisingly, honestly, they are better at retaining top talent. Yeah. This, this talent actually stays to meet the needs of customers from a wide range of communities. So, you know, the better you can represent global diversity within your company, the more prepared you will be to innovate and meet the needs of your customers. Do you know how many people in this world have disabilities, Naradi? Would you be able to hazard a guess?
1: Uh, no, I have no idea.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 1 billion. Oh, 1 billion. Users. 1 billion. Mm. And this is not, you know, this is what is visible, Naradi. There are so many invisible uh, disabilities that mm. people can talk about. And many of them need assistive tech, but you know how many actually get that only one in 10 have access to the products needed. So if you're a tech company and only one in 10 have access to the products needed, and you know that technology can be a game changer, that is why I say that this is is an opportunity and a responsibility for all of us. And if we don't design for accessibility and you don't design for inclusion, you're basically excluding the huge segment of global population who could be a customer or an employee, right? Um, so, so um, there, there's masses of studies around this. So, in a 2018 study done by Accenture, it was established that more diverse companies are more innovative. They outperform the competition by 35. percent So that's that's if nothing else, it's it's a big driver. Mm-hmm. And another very, very huge driver that I'd like to bring to business leaders who are listening uh, to, this, to, to to us today. Diversity and inclusion is very important to millennials. And millennials, guess what? They are going to be 75% of the global workforce by 2025. Yeah. And you know where they want to work? 62% of millennials said that on top of their list is a career with social impact and purpose. They, they want diversity and inclusion on top of their list. Yeah. So really, it is about attracting that right talent and so on. Uh, one important thing also I'd like to bring before you know, I, I close on this topic is that um, what we don't talk about enough is a human case. So, you know, um, we have done many studies and I, I know that all of you would have read these studies also. If a person is excluded, their mind, their brain is activated in the same way to the experience of physical pain. So, a strong culture of inclusion is critical for employees to do their best work. So when when a person feels excluded, they feel less productive, They don't think as intelligently. Um, studies have shown that they procrastinate, they become more frustrated, we are less likely to cooperate with others. So all this is really the human case, you know, so um, that I think, if nothing else, you know, the data shows us why it is important. But also all these pieces should make us realize that um, there is a very strong case for being deliberate, you know, for actually working extra hard to be inclusive. Mm -hmm. And realize that when you don't intentionally include, and that is important, intentionally including, you actually end up unintentionally excluding people. And that is You know, that's a that's a death knell for
1: any business and um, any talent in the company. Okay, Pratima, let's jump to another very important questions. What advice can you offer to the business leader on how to make the technology sector more inclusive?
2: Yeah, great question. Again, something that uh, the tech sector, uh, you know, continues. And I know that Mm. many, even non-tech sectors, uh, traditional industries, et cetera, that really uh, grapple with this, right? I think the success uh, lies in a a simple uh, change of mindset in the space, which is to make diversity and inclusion a part of the core business, to manage it like a business. Which means that actually, what one needs to do is think about a model where uh, you look at diversity and inclusion as a systematic, with a systematic uh, view, to measure progress and actually set targets and work with it as a as a standard business model. Yeah. Let me take a real example, you know, in in Microsoft, we have done that, Uh, we have, uh, we work with our accessibility program, in a very, very systematic model, in fact, we developed a model called the accessibility evolution model, which is based on something like a CMM kind of a model, where we look at uh, dimensions by which we assess our own accessibility journey. It's uh, freely available, so I, I'll be happy to provide this to any organization who wants to think about their own journey in the space. So we realize that you know every organization around diversity and inclusion, as well as accessibility, will have their own criteria. I, I'm, all that I'm doing is sharing examples. It's not like you know I'm um, telling you what you can do, but it's just basically to give, give uh, people some sort of a thought of, of being able to trigger thought. So it should be all around uh, people and culture. So our dimensions include people and culture. Um, you know, any, any uh, discussion around diversity, inclusion, accessibility should start with people and culture because it really starts with that culture in the workplace and approaching inclusion and in everything that you do. Hmm. Then next, we look at things like um, vision, strategy, you know, yeah. engagement. You should also seriously consider where you are on investments because um, one needs to deliberately invest to begin with, but then as you go down the path, you will realize that uh, you know it becomes less costly to, to be uh, deliberate about accessibility, for example. Um, and, and it's something that needs to be discussed right up front and you, know, you, you need to uh, embrace it right from executive management onwards. Mm-hmm. Another important aspect or dimension I would like to bring to the notice of uh, everybody who's listening is uh, training, training, support, uh, tools, awareness, you know, very critical. Um, And it has to be a a mixture of both uh, culture training as well as, um, you know, products and uh, tools and processes kind of a thing. So it needs to also be there in that place. Then I would say for tech companies, super, super critical to think about um, uh, accessibility as uh, what we call we say that it should be a built in versus a bolted on, meaning uh, put it at the heart of design. When you when you get started, you know, tech companies here will hear it and um, like the designer workflows should have accessibility right in front and center when you get started the developer workflows should have so you know right from um, the build linking to discussions and uh, um, support everything should have um, accessibility built into that uh, you should have a good um, good method of being able to collect user uh, feedback so that it uh, feeds back into the product development lifecycle for tech companies Um, I would also say finally that, you know, being able to say the story, uh, marketing and communications should be definitely involved. So, for example, if you're releasing material or uh, conducting an event, it should check for accessibility. So, in a nutshell, I would say that, you know, headline should be that manage it like a business. Um, think, Think more about it as a systematic way. Uh, and put in uh, some um, methods to be able to uh, um, judge progress, set targets, figure out yeah, where you would like to be at the end of the year, and see where you're headed to um, include it and uh, define it as as a core principle for the company, as opposed to a separate initiative.
1: Okay, Pratima. Uh, before we finish uh, today's conversations, uh, do you have any other cadics way that you like to share with? our our audiences.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you again for this opportunity. And in conclusion, um, I would like to urge, you know, in in, uh, summary, as I said earlier, everybody, I'd like to urge everybody to move um, diversity, inclusion, allyship, from an initiative um, uh, or a project to a core value, which is part of the DNA um, and really generate company-wide awareness about the business drivers. Um, Remember tech companies that uh, inclusion and uh, particularly accessibility inclusion does not impede innovation. In fact, it fires and fuels innovation. So inclusivity uh, is is the generation of uh, innovation. So join us in in the journey to uh, to innovate and uh, make the world a more inclusive world.
1: Awesome. Awesome, Pratima.
2: Okay, uh, I
1: actually still have a couple of questions, Pratima, but we are running out of time now. So, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. And yeah, for sure, I look forward to speaking with you at another time. See you. Thank Bye you. for now.
2: Bye.
0: At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.